I hope you enjoyed that song, and welcome back to my podcast. No, I haven't gone anywhere. I just broke my laptop that I used to record everything on, and I only just built my PC. So, thanks for hanging in there, and uh, I hope you enjoy this episode. This one's a bit different than usual, but it's sort of, you know, it's a band, so it's very similar to whatever other type of business that you can run and uh yeah it's with a band called last line from hannibal missouri uh the same as the um the guy that i last had on the peanut butter guy and um yeah so i hope you enjoy that song and of course this episode is brought to you by greendragonstores.co.uk get your cbd or shillajit from there with young dragons 20 for 20 percent off your first order so um yeah without further ado let's hey so i'm here with the members of last line a what would you describe yourselves a punk band in missouri yeah Yeah, i would say punk okay so um do you want to do you want to introduce yourselves yeah, definitely. So uh, I'm Clay, and I sing and play guitar. Sweet. I'm Scott. I'm the oldest one in the group. I play lead guitar, rhythm guitar, and I trade. I give Clay a break on some of the lead vocals and definitely harmony parts. And okay. I'm also the uh, main producer behind the EP that we just released. And right. Clay has been a protege under my wing for the last two years. So Clay's actually can can do what I can do now and what other okay uh, where did just one quick question um what is the ep called and where can people find it or or whatever you just released it's called a uh, last line ep okay is that the only one that you released yeah so that's the okay. only one we have out until may of this year We're okay probably yeah two two or three songs out on that one as well just before um we got onto this interview actually i was i was listening to Mr. Right. Anyway, um, we'll get into that later. Uh, the the last guy, what's your name and what do you do? Um, my name is Mitchum and I play drums. Sweet. Okay, guys. Cool. That's really good. So you're putting out a new EP in May. Is that correct? Yeah, it's going to be an additional one. It's going to be okay. probably three or four songs as well. Three or four songs. Okay. Yeah. Cool, yeah, because I, I was listening to Mr. Right, it's really cool, and um, yeah, so if you want to listen to that, you can find it on SoundCloud, and I will put up the link in the description of this podcast, and you can go over there. Guys, can I put a, um, a, um, a, a like a sample in this podcast for them, or? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Cool, we'll do that as well then. Okay, cool, so let's get into it then. So what what made you guys find each other and want to form a band? So, um, I formed the band, uh, about a a week or two after I started learning guitar and I formed it with my, with my best, (laughs) with my best friend at the time. And his name was Daniel. He, uh, he played bass, but, uh, he's, uh, off doing his, his own thing. He's in college now and whatnot. Uh, so, and then when Daniel was still in the band, we found a dude named Mitchum. And it's, that is our our uh, drummer right now. Yeah. And uh, he like he's never been trained. And we were like, oh, you you didn't have lessons. You're you're really good. So <laughs> and he was, he was around the same uh, 
uh, skill level as us. So it was pretty, it was pretty fun. Yeah, I actually, um, I saw them with uh, one of my buddies, Josh, at just a local bar here in uh, Hannibal. And uh, I was looking for people to jam with because I had only been playing like to records that I like. Um, and yeah. they were actually looking for a keyboard player. And I messaged him. I said, well, I don't know how to play keys, but if you need a drummer, I can maybe help you out with that. And ever since then, I've just been playing with them. Yeah, it was it was it was quite funny how it happened i was like oh so how long have you been playing keyboard he's like well um i play the drums i was like oh well oh. That's <laughs> so then, why were you looking for a keyboardist or a key player um, before i think a drummer I think, at the, I think at the time i was listening to a lot of uh this band called star set and there was a lot of like synth in there so okay. i wanted to I, I like wanted to do almost like a synth project but then i came to my senses and uh, <laughs> We, and we found a drummer okay but didn't you need a drummer anyway or are you just thinking of yeah. using the drum samples <laughs> um, I, I wasn't sure what i was doing because it's such a small town i was like oh i guess we're not gonna find a drummer ah. so, i think drummers are quite common though so are they not yeah it's i mean it's a town of about eighteen thousand people so it's well okay that is small <laughs> it's, it's yeah small. but and uh, i thought my town was small right and then <laughs> but uh, yeah and then the third person here, uh, how did how did we meet, Scott? You want to tell him? I think Clay and I'm I'm Scott. Clay and hey, I Scott. were introduced. Hey man, hey man, hey! I really appreciate you having this interview. This is really cool. Hey, that's cool, man. Uh, a so, somebody that we both know introduced us together to to each other at the gym. Yeah. And uh, my buddy Paul said, "Hey, this is Clay, and he plays guitar and sings and." said all that and uh we we talked and i went i said hey uh are you interested in um i i mean i i want to see what you're doing so you seem like you're competent in singing you're a songwriter it sounds like you're fresh he's i think they're i think we're kind of a bunch of pretty good looking guys i mean clay clay's the face of the band mitchum looks like a girl if you dressed him up in the best possible way in the best not trying to be a man, but for, yeah, for around right. here, for around here, where we've got something going for us in a big city, we'd be like, oh, okay, here's, you know, here's yeah. competition, just like just yeah, like anywhere and anything else. So this is a benefit of being in a small town in a way. Yeah, kind of. Uh, so and so anyway, I I said, hey, let me come in and record you. I want to see what you're doing. I brought in a camera. I I watched what he and Mitchum were putting together as far as their original work, and I was I was in production. And learning, still kind of learning the uh, Studio One Personas DAW system. Okay. Uh, at my little in-home, in-home, in-house studio, just real basic. That's um, very cool. Yeah. So I, I, uh, I just I built it from. We started from scratch. We got the scratch tracks, and then we came in and did them line by line, like you're supposed to. And then, yeah. Uh, uh, that's two years culmination, mm-hmm. and uh, the last October. So. That was just producing, and then last October we had taken a break until October, and he needed a bass player to do a gig real quick. And uh, I said, "All right, that's fine." And at the end of the gig, I said, "You know what? I think this would be a pretty good deal if maybe we just join forces and put our put ourselves together." Mm. And uh, I'm gonna I would like to play lead guitar because that's what I can yeah know, focus on that. And um, then we then we decided he that was the new lineup. So it was me, Mitchum, and Clay, 
the new lineup for last line. Uh, and then he, I guess, I mean, we got the Austin, the piano player came in right in our music video shoot. We can talk about that at some yeah. point. And then right. I, I knew the bass player and brought him in after we had uh, let another bass player go. And that's the lineup now. His name's John. Wow. So, okay. You're a five piece punk rock kind of band. Um, I was speaking to, um, to oh, Thomas, is it? Yeah. Yeah, I was speaking to Thomas before, and he said that the um, EP is going to have some kind of more metalish kind of songs on there. Is that correct, or what yeah, was so going on? In our in our future endeavors, we're uh, we're planning for our original music to be absolutely all all over the place. Like for yeah. example, for example, <laughs> we're going to release a song that is called "The Lights of Fall," and there's going to be a, a punk version, then a acoustic version, which is all like levy devy and whatnot. And all, you know, <laughs> all you know yeah. all that. and then on the flip side i'm trying to put together just something that's not quite deathcore but kind of kind of like a metalcore-ish kind of just huh. all, all, all kind can of you scream uh i'm kind, yes. kind of learning yes he can, can. Then, he, but, he but, can. But, but scott can too no, i can and clay Clay's just getting into the texturing and using yeah. guttural and finding out that there's. More I've been there. screaming for years and I, you know, I, well, a couple of years and it just takes so long to get it loud and perfect, I think. Especially when you've got like a, a tight throat like I, I am prone to. Yeah. I'm glad. And I, I would love to see that coming out. I mean, I am, I'm more of a metal guy than I would be a punk guy. I don't really listen to the punk guy, but I do like your, your music. Um, I think I'll put Mr. Right on there. Cause that, that was a really interesting, um, really interesting song on there. And, uh, when it comes to producing, um, what do you do? You just, you, do you track everything? Um, and, you put it into some kind of system or how, just take me through your, your recording process and how, sure. how to do that. Sure. Uh, the, so I'm not going to, I won't lie. Um, we're going to go ahead and say that the, uh, the tracks that you hear on, on the, on these, uh, EP release are samples and they were MIDI programmed in. Right. For the drums. Now Mitch can play everything verbatim. We took, a long time making sure that his ghost was almost absolutely perfect, you know, figuring mm. it all out. Cause it's possible with doing that. And then the trick is, you know, humanizing it in inside the studio. Went. So yeah. um, besides the drums, those are just VST plugins and, and we use the uh, superior drummer. And then I think I use some, some stock rock settings cause I, I liked, I also have metal foundry, which is the metal sounds stuff. And I got away from that to make sure that uh, it was more of a clean, pure, punkish rockish sound um so we scratch track everything first and their right. scratch track was basically the uh me watching mitchum because i recorded them in the room but i put the camera on mitchum so i could see his hands and feet so that way i could just absolutely know what he was doing and therefore be able to map it out then um then uh then i brought clay in and we basically tracked out the guitars then Clay did the bass lines because he's he is uh, proficient in in songwriting. So he already like when he writes the song, he already hears the guitar and the bass and what the drums are going to do. And if you're going for a not a cookie cutter style, but you know, if you're listening to this type of music, it's an easy listening. 
type vibe. It's it's a uh, we're trying to get it. It's sellable music. Ear candy. Yeah, it's ear candy. It's not supposed <laughs> to be. It's not supposed to be blow your head off and this. Oh my yeah. god, he's shredding it apart. It's supposed to be ear candy. So. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. 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 But uh, anyway, you get to get to that, and then he knew. Um, we we did the first version of all that, and then I kind of told him, hey, we should watch this. Look how this is how we do this when you're tracking guitars, and therefore when it transfers live, we have to think about how we're going to do these things live, and then you know going through Ableton and backtracking and learning the tech on how to actually make manipulate the stuff that we're putting out so it's as real as it can be in the show. Uh, yeah. And then he puts then then he puts the vocals on. So along with that are my input on how harmonies or where double vocals or where we put frequency adjustments in his vocals to make the ear candy. So all <laughs> that, that's basically it. it. It I run everything through a Fireface UCX, which is a uh, a really expensive um, eight channel, eight eight input, eight output interface, and I run that into a custom built PC. Wow. Okay. Uh, with with uh, Pris, Prisonus. Um, so it's like your passion then, all this recording and producing oh, stuff. Yeah. You, you is that your job or what? No, it's a, it's an ex, it's a passionate hobby. And yeah. knowing and I didn't I didn't go to school for any of the recording stuff. I I just asked YouTube yeah. over a period of five years, asking the correct questions. You know, hmm. forum and friends, and there's kind of a there's a there's a few people in town that are doing the same thing that I'm doing, but I think. Uh, we do the best with clay <laughs> with me and clay kind of joining forces it's we've i've never come so far in a band you know getting an ep out there and i i have some works that are available but this is this is my favorite by far uh, i would say that it's sorry that, well, yeah I have some sound some soundcloud songs as well that's uh, yeah. almost an entire album myself but we're not <laughs> really this is really clay's baby so that's what we're focusing on <laughs> Wow. So how long have you guys been actually like doing instruments and music and stuff? So Clay, like when did you start? So I started in um, mid 2016. So I was, uh, so I'm 20. So I was 16 years old. Right. <laughs> and how old are you now? Uh, I'm 20 right now. Okay, so four years kind of thing. Yeah, I used to play guitar as well. I sold it like two years ago. <laughs> but yeah, I'm focusing on, on my singing a lot more now. And what about singing? Did you? How long have you been doing that then? So I've always tried to sing since yeah. I was like seventh, eighth grade. Just just, just like okay. sing along with like, my, with like my Kim or something or like Green Day or whatever. But yeah. I really started to learn how to sing after I uh realized how to use my actual diaphragm and that's how mm. i ended up not 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 sounding like like absolute tonal garbage and <laughs> uh it really for for anyone listening that's even remotely thinking about singing learn how to use your diaphragm whether it's with some yeah. friends how to sing or lessons or online or just anything learn how to use your diaphragm because then you you don't shred your voice and then you also get a lot of a lot more breath control and just, yeah. so, just so much better all, all around so really i would say i've really been singing for two years okay and i want to do a quick unpaid shameless plug right here um one of the most developmental and best things you can do from home to learn how to sing properly is there is a um there's a a dvd i bought um 
it's called oh, what's it called um is it a is it melissa cross yeah melissa cross yeah that's yeah, what we, i listened to yeah yeah i am very familiar with melissa cross I yeah so i've seen it i've not seen it i've been meaning okay. to yeah, yeah. So um, there is there's a, a movie out called Zen of Screaming, and it takes you through like um, I can remember uh, the guy from Lamb of God um, and some other people on there. Yeah, Randy Blythe and uh, a bunch of other people on there, and it and she just teaches you how to sing, really. To be honest, um, when it comes to the screaming, yeah, she does help you with it, and I use her um vocal warm ups before I scream, otherwise you blast your voice and it really does hurt for some reason but after i do that it's great um that's really cool yeah. Barney, because that's yeah. good advice man that's some of the best advice i've ever heard come out of intelligent at an intelligent mouth really <laughs> <laughs> yeah well yeah i mean extreming can be dangerous and you really should have it nice and warmed up and what i do now even before i even start this um uh, podcast or interview like we are doing today i'll stretch my neck so i'll look up to the air and i'll look right and left and i'll just make sure everything's stretched out and supple because that is a massive thing they can get a lot more power out of your voice and yeah so if anyone's listening here they want to be a rock star <laughs> you can go ahead and watch that um watch that video and do the exercises in there. It's really good. Um, yeah. And um, so when you were advertising for your band, I find it quite funny. You were advertising for a keys player, but were there no adverts for a drummer out there? Were you just thinking, oh, crap, we're going to track it? Or were you not thinking of doing live? Are you going to do live? Have you got any shows coming up? And um, yeah, do you use keys? So uh of the couple questions that you asked, a few questions you asked there, I just wanted to inter just make sure I get across that we did mini track those. Yeah. We are, uh, Mitchum can do all that. And the next one we do release, we'll have Mitchum's real drums on there because oh, that's at, good. The, at the time, almost uh, a year ago, over a year ago, that's when I didn't have the capability because I was just kind of yeah. busy doing other stuff. And it's, you know, it's, it's all about the mics and you got to have all these cords and extra interface room and all this stuff. And uh, so anyway, now you can expect realism next time. Uh, in the in the meantime, the reason we're all over the place musically anyway is because we're putting together a variety show, about three sets, about three to four hours worth of, of material that we're injecting our original material into. And wow. we're take, taking it on the road within a 200-mile radius to get, you know, go because that's eventually what we want to do is just as a side hobby, go out on a weekend and make 100 bucks. You know, yeah. that, that's a, you know, if we want to do this, we love doing this, but to go out and get paid for your time and your effort is just wonderful. And if you can get yeah. even gas money, you know, it's, that's. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think it's really hard to make it in this world as musicians. I mean, it is, this is like generally a business podcast that I do on here. And, um, there's no difference really between other businesses and, uh, business where your product is music it is a business it's literally a business so yeah um you got to run it like a business i think even you should have a business plan um do you guys do you are you guys aware of that and do you do sort of um plans so, um, how are you gonna make it we have an llc set up yeah okay 
we're, we've itemized everything and we're saving our receipts for taxing and we've got percentages on how me and Clay are basically partners and we have to pay the rest of the band. So it's a good time. You have to pay the rest of the band. Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah. you guys are the directors kind of thing. That's, and yeah, That's for when we're gigging. Yeah. Uh, Clay is right now. Clay's kind of in charge of all the advertising for the EP online. Cause it's really his baby. And yeah, and all the royalties and stuff, whatever happens there is is really kind of clays, you know. I mean, that's it's, and Mitchum's. It's their it's their music. I just produced it. They already they've already paid me. So oh, okay. From here on out, any the stuff that we're writing now, that's going to be a different story. Wow. Okay. Well, going back to the the drum tracking, I understand how absolutely freakingly difficult it is to track drums and i understand why your last music might have been like honestly i didn't actually notice the drums at all um in the in the last um thank you that was my i, I, hope I thought they were pretty good okay thank you that's yeah. great news. The, the drum yeah the choice for that was more like because this ep has been in the working since like early 2018 and we were just really yeah. wanting to get it we were just really wanting to get it out there so it was more of a time constraint thing but um i was fine with it because uh like Scott said, it was it's basically just dictated over to MIDI drums. Um, but mm -hmm. I'm pretty happy with how it turned out because I think it ended up sounding pretty uh, natural. I think it did sound pretty good. Yeah, I thought it was natural. But I just wanted to ask just to see. But I'm really glad that the next one is, although it's really difficult to do. I mean, if you guys um, need any kind of, if you need any, any advice i watched a channel on youtube called um specter sound studios or something or yeah um, we're, we're yeah. actually we're actually fans of his channel okay cool i mean if anyone's listening here and they want to learn how to track drums i think he's probably the best guy to go to he's got videos on that he's got videos on vocals videos on everything yeah, sorry go ahead mate glenn freaking pricker Glenn, <laughs> freaking freaky. Yeah, we're not gonna, we're gonna keep this one clean, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Clean. So, um, how do we, how do we succeed in today's musical world when there's just so many other people out there trying to make it? I guess a lot of other bands, they won't be so business minded. And I think that's why a lot of bands fail because it's like getting artists together and hoping that they'll, form a successful business uh, i think you have to have some kind of some kind of business brain in there so how are you guys gonna gonna make it against all the odds you know um so it it takes one song yeah yeah and basically for example there's the old school methods of getting your stuff out there for example in a few weeks i'm gonna print out like a thousand flyers that have all all our info on it and our pictures and it's nice and pretty it's in color nice and i'm gonna go to the surrounding cities that are actually bigger for example like st louis we're about 150 miles away from columbia, from Keokuk. st louis and columbia kiaka kirksville basically places that are bigger than ours and and ours as well and i'm gonna put up flyers just absolutely everywhere everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. like i'm gonna be like you're gonna be walking down the street you're gonna be like oh i just saw 19 flyers on this one building like oh my gosh but <laughs> and then uh so yeah we're doing the same yeah 
yeah, so that that's kind of the old school way, uh, apart from just calling your friends and their friends and then the friends of friends, you know, all that. Yeah. And then the new way is paying for advertising on social media or websites, whether it's on uh, paying to be on a Spotify playlist or mm. advertising on Spotify or on like the YouTube ads or just anything or like boosting it on Facebook or on Instagram or anything. It's really you have to put in a certain amount of money to get it back. And yeah, most of the time you don't get it back, but <laughs> it, it just takes one song and then you. Yeah, it could blow up. Yeah. yeah and then it's, I yeah. suppose that's what happens, isn't it? There are a lot of bands out there where you might know one song and everybody knows that song. I can't think of any right now, but maybe you can. Um, but <laughs> but nobody knows any any other song. They just know. And to be honest, with a lot of bands that I even listen to now, because I'm I'm no elitist, I, I like to listen to all kinds of different music. So I'll listen to one band and I'll know like five five Pantera songs or something. And then I'll, <laughs> you know, uh, there's some bands that I'll know all of them, but there's just a lot of bands, you know, you, say pick up Pantera for some reason, for, for uh, argument's sake. You know Cemetery Gates, you know, you you know um uh walk, you know, you know you know um the cowboys from hell. You you know you know every you know all these these big songs and but the rest you're like, What? <laughs> so I think that's kind of how music is really. People just pick and choose out of whatever. So you guys need about I don't know, you need five hit songs <laughs> and the and the rest. Um can just be for your super fans i don't know that i think that's just how it how it works what do you think about that i mean i might be wrong what the what the music industry is kind of shifting to nowadays as i've noticed is that you see less and less now i'm talking about big bands like famous bands that are signed make hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars they're starting to not make albums anymore they're starting to put out multiple multiple singles and eps a year like uh, for example, this band called Dance Gavin Dance, uh, um, I'm a- an avid fan of. They put out like four or five different singles this year, hmm. and they announced an, an album for the summer. And I was like, wow. whoa. So it's really <laughs> shifting to because people can just stream it instantly for free on YouTube or Spotify or whatever, just anything instantly. They instantly have access to all your stuff. Yeah, I second that notion. I'm an, I love uh, listening to... to uh... <laughs> to Nickelback. I'm a huge Nickelback fan. Um, this is Scott. And uh, I'm not I'm not uh, ashamed to say it. I know some of their stuff's kind of whatever, but they, they are famous. <laughs> They're making a lot of money. And they are. Said after they took two or three albums and they found that one song that made them yep. famous, and then they skyrocketed and they kind of just... You can, you can hear their evolution and what they decided to do and, you know, it seems to work apparently because there's... Yeah. there's and they're still doing that now, yeah pop pop music works though so uh. <laughs> I, I, don't agree with, I'm, I don't necessarily agree with everything that they're doing as far as music musicality but as, okay. as far as the sonic value of what i'm hearing i love mm. the way they produce their music i love it i like ear candy i like hearing a, a, a compressor well placed but just pumped a little to show you that we're having fun yeah you know, not weak because the just what it's my same the to, to end that whole thing is it's the same concept when I'm programming MIDI drums. I don't care if they sound a little bit fake or if I did something that sounds like, well, that was kind of inhuman. <laughs> uh, 
there's someone out there that could probably do it. So that cancels that out. And then, you know, I'm having <laughs> fun. With it. So if just because it doesn't sound exactly like it should sound, so what? Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I'm a big Corey Taylor fan. So when it comes to the Nickelback front, um, I'm not a big Chad a, fan. <laughs> I love Slipknot as well. I follow Corey, Corey Taylor. He's an amazing yeah. artist vocalist. So I love it. And on, on to that, that's a really nice segue to lyric writing. I was also talking to Clay before about lyric writing. I was, I auditioned for a band. They did accept me, um, but uh, I was supposed to write a song and <laughs> I just can't write. I, I don't know why. And fortunately, they have another singer who can write and does the screaming. And I'm, I'm more singing based, um, even though I am improving my screaming. I really love screaming because it's just so emotional. It's such a great catharsis. And if I could do that for um, for an hour or two for a live set, that would be amazing. But currently, I can't. So you got to you've really got to work up to doing those long, long sessions. Um, and uh, yeah, so I was just talking to Clay about how to write songs. And basically, I want to ask you what your songs are mainly about and how do you write? What's your writing process? So the songs on the EP are a bit of a story. It's It's a concept EP. And so, as you notice, the first song is called Mr. Right. Yeah. And it's about a man named Will. And he has a lot going on in his life. And it's taken bad turns here and there. And then eventually he sees on the news that there is a uh, a bad guy out that has been killing people. So then he, so then he, he uh, tracks them down. And he goes to his hideout, and then he just simply kills him. But then, at the end, he kind of realizes that doing that kind of didn't make a difference. So it's just kind of, <laughs> kind of a small message of uh, is even if you think you're, do, you're doing the right thing, violence doesn't really um, improve anything, especially especially within yourself. Yeah, I suppose within yourself, if you haven't justified it to yourself, it can definitely be a problem. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm struggling to understand with Mr. Wright why, um, why it didn't make a difference. Because surely he, the killer can't kill anymore. So maybe he saved lives. <laughs> yeah. So it, that is a good point. But it was, it was more so that uh, sometimes acting upon something within your emotions isn't really the best thing to do sometimes. And it might not even, even make a difference. Okay. I suppose he could have Batmaned him, you know. He 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 could. Have yeah, he could have Batmaned him. Yeah, yeah, that's Batman. the point. Because <laughs> I suppose excessive excessive force isn't there. You can just arrest someone and take him to the police station, or you can kill him, and that probably won't be very good. So, uh, fair enough. I mean, there's the eye for an eye thing. Um, yeah. A lot of people are against it, and a lot of people are for it. I mean, I'm gonna be the devil's advocate right here and say I'm kind of for. Um, the eye, eye for knife thing. I don't know, but um, yeah, whatever. That just went a bit off. Um, Bring sorry. them back. Stop all this horrible crime. You want to stop crime? Public executions. <laughs> I promise. You. Oh yes, public I, executions. I'm not, 
want to see it. I don't want to, that's not what I'm saying, but it'll be a lot better than throwing it into the system. And then that's what we're paying for. And all that. I know we all know that that's how that works. <laughs> There's a lot of people on death row though, isn't there? That just are yeah. waiting to die basically. Especially in our country, the United States. I don't know that much. Yeah, I've been, I've watched a, there's a Vice documentary and there's all kinds of stuff out there. Um, and I'm just, where did you get your inspiration for that that song though? It's got to be some kind of inspiration. I don't think you pull it out either. Actually, honestly, for for Mr. Right, I'll actually go over each one real quick. Not, okay, go but, ahead. Uh, for, for Mr. Right, it was kind of this world that, that, that I like made up, uh, in my head and at the time what probably um influenced that was um a lot of like my chemical romance or um just kind of on the more punkish kind of almost emo side of things kind of okay. influenced that one and then the other song is there a way has kind of like a kind of a westerny intro to it you know with the trumpets and whatnot and the guitar and, and the mandolin yeah one uh my dad really loves watching westerns okay uh, yeah mine like, does as well actually like john wayne or or yeah. uh, all that stuff so i figured it'd be nice to have a a, a, a cool kind of almost like a like a spaghetti western punk song almost and mm-hmm. uh for, in the for tear amp cold it actually started out as a as a doo-wop like 50s kind of style song so but I I just I just punkified it and that's where you kind of get the vibe in there with the ride symbol on the verses and tear damp cold and then uh, for of course I do it was uh, actually a very uh, personal song so uh, of course I do was about uh, how back in high school I ex- wasn't exactly the best person to somebody that I should have been and mm. that. I think we've done that all yeah all of us <laughs> pretty, pretty relatable so yeah uh, it's kind of like a almost like a farewell song and a mm. like i'm sorry but you know I, I still do love you and miss you man that's what music's for though expressing emotions right so i suppose if you can express it through music that's probably one of the safest healthiest way to express emotions so i'm really glad that you did that dude yeah me too yeah um so your other songs i mean do you want to talk about can you talk about the new songs yet or do you just um yeah we can so the newest one if you want actually i can probably send you a little demo privately later anyway okay uh, i won't upload that yet to to the (laughs) yeah uh, the newest one is called the lights of fall and it's actually 90% 90% done so it's going to release in May but it's called The Lights of Fall and it's a um, it's going to release with a video it's going to release with a we're producing with that a, ourselves with a, that's so cool with a professional video it's going to look absolutely spectacular and you guys are already going for it I love it we are yeah, Hell yeah. you seem really passionate yeah I mean I've been with other bands and yeah there's just not that there you know i think you guys you know if as long as you keep this up you should do it and like i like to say if you don't give up you'll always succeed the only time that you'll fail is when you stop trying so i think as long as you keep trying 
there's there's absolutely no chance of, of failing unless you die or something but and then you have to stop trying so yeah as long as you, <laughs> as long as long as you don't actually stop trying by by your own volition or by something else you'll succeed guys i mean i also want to ask another question about um funding so if you were to like i said earlier it's a bit like a business and i know a lot about business and things um but when it comes to music i mean i have watched an episode of dragon's den which is like a um shark tank in the uk i think it actually started before shark shark tank um i watched a band on there get a investment for their works <laughs> and it was like a record deal on there i mean of course you can sign with with labels and stuff and whatever but can you guys when it comes to money a lot of bands out there are thinking oh crap we don't have a lot of money what can we do um can you can you guys ever go to a angel investor or or something and get get some money to produce stuff can you can you get any help with that or or are you on your own and what the absolute beautiful thing about us is that we is we are our own investors and since we know how to produce and mix and all all of the engineering we can do that ourselves so we don't need to pay somebody that's great for, you know a ridiculous amount of money yeah because uh, so that comes it really can't when i saw the stuff that clay was working with and clay had a he see i'll, t- I'll tell you something something a little bit about my history and how it's okay and how I'm relating to the this new group that I'm in, but um, uh, yeah. well, let, oh, what what were we just what were we just talking about? I just lost my. <laughs> we were talking about um, producing, funding, things funding. like that. Me being yeah. as old as I am, I've collected already for a good. Uh, I'm, when I'm 34 now, so oh, since okay. about 10, I'd say I've been collecting equipment, hand me downs, and all this other stuff. And uh, for so the you last, have everything <laughs> uh, well, i mean i've got the cam- i've got the camera we've got the lights with the, you know the soft lighting for the videos we've mm. got video editing software we've got all that for the sound stuff Sweet. i just uh, we're but we're finishing our automated light show we're learning ableton right now uh, yeah for sampling and that's what lighting. i use yeah and uh we're i just bought my first x32 behringer so we and i'm figuring out the edit mode of that so that's a wonderful world it's it's awesome it's just absolutely it's the rack mountable version so we just come in set it down and roll it out and we're almost ready to go huh. wow uh, with the live stuff and then uh that's um my so a little history on me my mom and dad used to my mom is a singer in a country band and i grew up with my sister in the back of some of these bars while my dad ran sound for for her and i you know that was when i was five and six to eight ish something like that and uh i'm i'm a thespian you know and the i'm mm-hmm. also a thespian I, my mom acted she had a drama degree all, all that so um mm-hmm. then through my adolescence and up i was trained in trumpet through jazz classical and marching band and i went to uh, master classes and trained with some of the world's best uh through some of the summers i was in high school then uh then once once i got a high i was gonna go to uh I was going to be a, a, a music major, but I realized a truck driver would triple the salary, and I just laughed. And at the yeah. same time, I, uh, I started uh, – I realized that if you could sing and play guitar, you could get girls. And I started, <laughs> started a band and went out and played, played gigs for about seven or eight years 
doing rock. Is that the reason why Clay is doing music? Because he wants girls. So there you go. No, no, that's not the. And that's. I am a purist when it comes to to uh, my craft and all Clay, that. Clay is really an angel. So so getting all to that that history of I've seen some dark stuff happen in the bars and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm 34. These guys are in their 20s. They're they're not even old enough to drink yet. And uh, <laughs> seeing this freshness, this because Clay is absolutely talented. Like I, you know, I I could talk myself up just a little bit because I know I, I've got a little bit of background to back myself up on some things, but. And that's really what it what it's all about, you know. But yeah. Clay is genuinely just a at his age, he's got all this stuff happening. I am so jealous. I wish yeah. I was twenty and had somebody my age being like, "Here, let me kind of hold your hand to get you in this spot where you can just go boom," you know. Because yeah. that's what and that's where I'm at. If I was out of this band, I would be the producer being like, "Hey, let's network. Let's make something happen here. I want you guys to get up on stage somewhere and let's play. Let's get you good. Let's get some yeah. likes on Facebook." So, uh, so anyway. do you manage the band then, basically? Uh, it's kind of a joint thing it's with right. LLC, right? It, yeah, it's it's technically me and Scott manage it, so it's uh, you could call it a partnership, and on paper it is a partnership legally. Yeah. So. Yeah. The, that long-winded history brought me. I was it was just to get around to this point, and that was okay. that. After everything that I've seen, I've played, I've played drums, played bass, but I've sang, I've done the screaming band. I have screen, uh, <laughs> recorded a, a demo at uh, Spider Studios where uh, Deftones and Chimera recorded in a separate band. So I've seen some stuff, and to, so all that, and then I find this guy, and now I can relate everything I know to this dude, and he just picks it up. He he mm. listens, he looks at it, he learns it, he picks it up, and then. He's teaching me about all the stuff that I don't know about, like all this. It's basically Brilliant, yeah. yeah, 2010 and forward, I missed out because I'm a I'm a dad. You know, I've I've I have a I work yeah. night shift and I have a four year old daughter and a wife and these kid these guys are kids and yeah. they're just in college and they're having fun and I'm just so anyway. Clay's an angel and I am extremely happy to be in this group with him. Mitchum yeah. is awesome. And Mitchum Mitchum's also Mitchum actually Mitchum here. You want to show him what you just learned? Here, can't do it, Mitchum. You count to four. Count okay, to four. one, one, two, four. Okay, <laughs> you messed it up. You messed it up. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're working on it. It, it. I don't know what you're working on. <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole joke with how with how most drummers can't can't like count. To oh, four. you told him how to count. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sometimes anyway. you have to count out to eight, actually, to be honest, but um, <laughs> most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> yeah. Finding a drum that can count. That's a, that, yeah, that's putting you into, into the right direction, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> and I would say that, yeah, with it's really cool that you, um, you've got like this mentorship thing going on because I have mentors and I think having mentors is the most important thing for success in the world i mean you can have all the skills and stuff but if you don't know where to place them and you, you haven't got someone to ask what to do about it um also someone who will can be lost someone who will put you in check and yeah yeah put you in check and yeah just show you everything there's so many things that i was just not aware of before i before this band met scott and expanded yeah. to the other two members we had like uh, it's just a whole nother world and then not 
not even to talk about the whole me learning how how to like produce and everything and that's just there's absolutely no limit to what you can do yeah the with literally the, with the addition of the members and the talent you become greater than the sum of your parts yeah yeah and that's what's absolutely gorgeous about the support and the whole concept of the music writing and the concept of the visual show everything costumes, costumes live show posts, fog, blocking because my yeah. theater background i mean we're going to be doing little choreographed steps and moves so because people don't do that around here it, <laughs> around here dang all they get up out there out there bad and they roll up in their gig and they're uh, in their boots and, and their, their, pickup they got truck. their pickup truck with their john deere hat and their fish hook and they got the <laughs> <laughs> like free bird and simple man and sweet home alabama <laughs> yeah brilliant mate uh where so, is the where is your um your state is it in the south or what because you so got an accent so. in the smack midwest in the so, smack midwest have you ever heard of mark twain mm, yes yeah that is his that's what hannibal's most famous for is it's his hometown all right. And, and Molly Brown. <laughs> Molly Brown. Yeah. And Molly Brown. They, and, and they wrote on the Titanic. And, yeah, that's, I mean, well, those are. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, like you just touched on something that I think is really valuable as well. When you're mentoring someone, um, I don't think you have to be any kind of, you don't have to be any kind of skill or age or whatever to actually mentor someone. So if you are a, if you're a, a young person looking to, um, mentor someone because uh, or if you're an older person looking to mentor someone you can definitely benefit from it yourself because like you said you are learning stuff from him and he's learning from you there's that yo yogic thing that says um the the student in the teacher and the teacher and the student or something like that i can't remember what what, what exactly they say but it's that's a really important point like you're learning scott's learning from uh you learn as you teach that's what i think so i think you guys have got such a great deal going on there and you're gonna make some really good music and i really can't wait to hear it to be honest guys <laughs> just, just a quick side note were you referencing uh space balls <laughs> no i don't think so oh, oh, yeah. oh you said yogurt that's, that's yogurt. why i that oh no yogic yo like yoga oh sorry okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah way to go um, yeah, I like I I I did love that movie though. That was a um a great movie. My but, uh, my assignment for you today is to go home and watch it. All right, Whatever. I'll watch I'll watch all it. Right. All. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. Don't you speak blasphemy upon the radio channel? <laughs> who spoke blasphemy upon the radio channel who spoke blasphemy yeah I think that's not technically explicit though is it because no. <laughs> I don't think people care about religion anymore for whatever reason I think they probably do in your country though actually Yeah. so around here it's mainly uh, protestant christian or like baptist christian okay or, or a there's a little bit of Catholic, but it's mainly just Christian or there's actually a surprising amount of, of Wiccans around here. I've noticed for some, okay. there's absolutely nothing wrong with being a Wiccan, but it's just, no. it, it's not, it's not the usual on what you see if you're, if you grow up a Christian such as myself and whatnot, but all the power to them, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm yeah. 
I don't know what I am. Pagan? I guess you guys, what are you? Are you still Christian or what? Uh, I would I, I would just identify as a as a Christian, yeah. I was raised Catholic, but um, this sounds terrible. Uh, the older I got, uh, it was harder. The harder I got for my mom to get me to go to church, so I kind of fell off of it. <laughs> I don't know if that's horrible, dude, because um, I have nothing. Well, I do have something against Christianity, but I, I don't mind most Christianity. But when it comes to Catholicism, oh, I think that's um. Anyway, that's my opinion, but uh, I think that I agree with you on the Catholic. I don't like the Pope doing some of the things he does. Oh, no. And hiding all the info as well from the people. That's just really messed up. I would love to read some of that stuff. Yeah. But you can't. This is in the world. That's Rome, that's Rome at, the, at the Vatican and uh, Israel behind the walls. Those are two safest. Um, I'm, I'm agnostic wow. and uh, I, don't, I, I don't subscribe to any kind of sectarian cult. Yeah. Uh, I have more of a secular idea about my own existence. And okay. I feel that I, I, I just, I love. Uh, everything outside the box. I try to keep listening and just love it. I love all of it. I like to talk about it. I know I can't. The my issue is that anybody said anybody who tells you that they're correct and that this is the answer and the truth. Yes. I am wary, I am wary of those people. Oh yes. There's too many people that have the truth figured out. So then that means wait a minute, wait a second. That that there, so there's more than what. Oh, okay. So that eliminates all that for me. And I'm just like okay, I'm just gonna <laughs> ride this. And just try yeah. to be, try to be a good person. Yeah, yeah, that's the main thing. It's just just try to be the best person you can. I think that's what a lot of. I mean, that's why a lot of. How do you do that? <laughs> well, everyone has their own their own definition. Yeah. Exactly. So a lot of a lot of people think what they're doing is right when a lot of people think that they're doing it is wrong. Like terrorists, they don't think they're doing wrong. They think they're doing the God's work or whatever. But everybody else is like, nah, you're kind of blowing people up and killing them for like no reason. But <laughs> so I think it's hard to do that. I mean, I'm what That's about hurting people. I think that the basic there's a basic golden rules that say yeah, some of, doesn't have to be any one particular religion, religion but yep. they're the the profession of do unto yourself as you would unto others and vice versa that that standard of morality when you get to a point where mm. we are in society and we say if we don't need religion governing us we can still sit around in a commune and figure out that hey you know what i don't like being touched <laughs> let's just make some simple rules like adults yeah. here and there will be the people that screw it screw it up but yeah. then then that's when just like in a you figure it out you know it's a you you go it's try it's always trial by fire i think as long as there are these three rules in any any society that's all you really need there's 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 three rules basically that all all laws are, are come down to really don't hurt anyone don't steal from anyone and don't breach any legal contracts that that's basically all there is and everything else is is sort of a um every criminal offense and that's why that's why traffic laws aren't criminal offense i don't know why we're talking about law but um (laughs) but yeah those three things that's basically that's what criminal law bears down to but they just get a bit more specific so i think as long as you're you're um you're sticking between that um so you guys you guys in your um in your town i suppose you you might sing about some religious and philosophical things at some point. Well, me personally, 
even though most of my family is Christian, yeah. and whatnot, I keep my religion and my music secular, like separate. Okay. So because I don't want to exclude anybody, no. you know, I don't want somebody that, that may subscribe to Hinduism to be like, oh, well, I don't mm. really... I don't really know or like what he's talking about, so I'm not really going to listen to him. But then what's mm. good about that is that a Christian can be listening to it and still like it, you know? Mm. So, so Clay's, Clay's, lyri- yeah, Clay, Clay's lyrics are about his, right now, his fee- his angst. And my his, angst and, and my his, feelings. Your, your, your angst, your teenage angst. Well, not teenage anymore, but yeah. <laughs> Girl, with, women, with women, how they break women, their women, The youth. Yeah. All that fun stuff, yeah. Enjoy it, mate. I I think that we're going to move more toward meta lyrics. They don't have to be individually um, Mm -hmm. uh, religious, but they will be more spiritual. I think we'll be able to move a little bit. Basically more mature. Yeah, not so. As you mature, your music will mature, unless you're um, Black Veil Brides or something. For example, um, (laughs) we have... (laughs) Don't talk about Black Veil. Anyway, um... (laughs) Uh, so one thing that me and Sky have been talking about is some more concept songs. For example, there's, there's like three songs that we want to write. They would be absolutely ridiculously heavy, you know, like metal <laughs> and whatnot. And one would be about a werewolf Yeah. and wow. one would be about a witch, not like a <laughs> witch, but just like, like a, a, warlock, a warlock kind of person. Yeah. And one like like would, me. Yeah. Cool. Anyway, and then and then we might even even name the the name Barney or okay. the song. Barney. Anyway. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. then, then the third song out of the three is gonna be about the witch and the and the werewolf fighting each other, and then uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's gonna be. You could big... do that a power metal song and have like swords and shit. <laughs> have, a, have a power metal bridge or something with a soaring uh, with a soaring. <laughs> because that would fit so hard you know that would yeah power metal and um and uh all that mystical crap is great and then smack hard what's up it's gonna smack really hard awesome you're gonna get you screaming out i mean if if i can if i do it if i can (laughs) (laughs) you could get some you can get some high pitched head voice in there. I don't know. A bit of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. That'd be um, hmm, brilliant. Or maybe you could like mix a bunch. You could do a like a bunch of different styles within the same song. That'd be really interesting. Like, I like Machine Head a lot because they they do they do stuff and they also do like really good singing as well. So you know stuff like that that I really I personally love myself, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and what I was gonna say about just um, possibly a little bit of um, advice here um, is, oh, here we go, here comes something. Um, advice. We'll always listen to anybody trying to say anything to us. We're and that's the best advice. Always listen to advice and. But always filter it through your own filters. Never just like take it on board. Just always filter. Anyway, um, what I'm saying is you appear to be trying to appeal to too many people. That's that's what I'm thinking. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but you kind of 
don't have a niche per se. And I think, I think that's kind of dangerous. Um, and what I'm doing with this podcast and what I think I'm, I, I'm doing with my business, um, um, all the, all this stuff that I'm doing, uh, I pick out about a thousand people that are my super fans. I mean, as, as a, as a music group, you'll need more than a thousand fans, but for me as, as a podcaster or interviewer or whatever, I, um, I need a thousand fans. That's about it. And a thousand fans tuning in every episode. And that is a business. So there's that saying that if you try to please everyone, you'll please no one at all. So when it comes down to your music, I think you really need to kind of, you need to, to you might want to get together and pick out your perfect listener. And, um, maybe not 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 be such a a, a wide a range of stuff for, for a wide, wide range of people and just maybe just target say target a few million people because you only need a few million fans like i mean if you look at metallica on on youtube they've only got um a few a few million fans and they're huge so you need a you you pick a demographic that is of a, a million or two people, a million or two people, right? Um, which is quite a small, you know, that's quite a small thing. You know, that is not even a state. So you pick, if you had a million or two fans, you would be massive. So rather than trying to target uh, six, seven billion, whatever we have right now in the world, you might want to try to... Um, target uh i don't know christian rednecks who drive chevys because there's going to be a few a few million of people who do that you know um so i think if i I, that's what i think i think if you if you if you go to if you if you spray too wide you'll hit nothing at all that's what i think i I think that's a great advice uh the the great thing about this whole thing is that clay right now are scheme our business plan is to let clay kind of he's going to and songwriting because right now that ep is basically clay yeah and we're backing him for his for his music and Mm. we're getting our and i and like you said if we need to keep clay's sound right now uh versus like trying to evolve and trying to experiment we're evolving experimenting when we go out when we're playing this three sets of 16 songs a piece of all this different type of music because we're a variety show yeah so, so we kind of get that that out of us but your fans could be those people who are into varieties so you might have a few million people there who are into your into the variety so i want fans that are into various things like this this and this or something yeah. You know? that's, that's it and that's uh i mean that's i mean i don't i don't know how that's going to pan out you're saying it i mean we're we're trying to do that mm. with the variety show is for to us for us to go out and make a couple hundred bucks a piece yeah and, what you could do is you could see you could see your um you could what you need to do i think you need to find your sound for, for one and you need to have a a sound when they hear something they'll hear your drums they'll hear your guitar definitely hear your voice and they'll be like oh yeah no that's that's um that's uh what what, what are you called again <laughs> i can't remember what you're called where is it uh 
last line and they'll be like they'll hear you coming on the hill first few bars and they'll be like oh yeah that's 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 last line right there uh i think that's that's what you need to be you need to find yeah i think the next ep that's going to be out in may is going to hit like that sweet some of the same music we're we're, i think what you're saying is i feel like we are our business plan is going to shoot that way we're making sure what we release because what because what we're playing out live to the like our night show we're not releasing that stuff online you know we might okay. have video and stuff but we're not pushing that like you said there might be an audience there but we are pushing online to make sure that we have this this listening pleasure for from the online vantage point yeah um, clay's vocals yeah uh, you know his music so we do yeah. we are going to keep that we are going to keep that we're gonna yeah. we have we have so much time and so much talent that we're doing other stuff and eventually I, I'd like to be playing some of my album in the okay. band, but we're not there yet because mine's a little bit more a little bit more rockish and technical and I'm not it's really like I said Clay's this is Clay's baby and we're just kind of we're backing him while still trying to do this live stuff so we can make a couple bucks <laughs> <laughs> and you're just gonna be improving the inside time like I've been in bands there's been amazing guitarist and we just haven't go anywhere so it's nothing to do with with skill it's just to do with if people like your music or not although you could always improve and then you could start playing the more complicated stuff but that's just for you isn't it it doesn't really matter to the audience whether your stuff is more technical or not it's just whether you can play it or not (laughs) i think they they say i can't believe that we got famous off of uh let's see who's the the uh, creep by Radiohead. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. He hates that. He said he says he it. hates it. Yeah. He hates that song. He says he can't <laughs> believe that he they all got famous off that one song. They, he said he has so much all the other works and he has likes it better than just that one song. But that but that's all it took. Like you said, just happened to click. Just happened to be something people wanted to hear. Just to add on, that's kind of funny because on SoundCloud, uh, what I think is. Well, like Mr. Like Mr. Wright, you said I. That's my favorite song. I think that it's what I did the best on. I think it's what we all did the best on. But is there a way? Is the I think the shortest song and probably the easiest by the book song that yeah, we have simple. on there. But it is the one that has has the most listens so far. So that most kinda, certainly. Yes, yeah, yeah, so I think yeah. It, it, it's infuriating because you're like, oh, everyone's gonna absolutely <laughs> they're gonna love it and then they like the one that you don't really like you're like didn't like uh, it was the throw-in it was the i mean it wasn't throwing <laughs> but it was the it was i guess you could say the weaker one but um i think on every album there is that song the bands just put on there and they're just like oh well you know we'll put it on there because we made it we don't think it's gonna be big and like i i listened to the um it was the trivium album i think the most recent trivium album and they had a a a song on there um, called uh, I think the sin and the sentence, and Matt Heafy was like, I don't think this is going to be big, you know. I I just think whatever, uh, this is just a song, and we put it on there, sort of, you know, mid, not at the end, not at the beginning, sort of in the middle somewhere, just put there, and it blew up, you know. So I think, <laughs> like I said, it's not about the technicality. It's not about whether you like it. It's about just for some bloody reason. Sorry, that's swearing in the UK, but probably not in America. Um, I think you can say that. For some reason, (laughs) you can um, 
your audience will just pick up a song that you just made. So yeah, and that might happen. And it and that song might be your creep. You know, you might have a song that you're like, oh, should I put it on there or should I not? And then you put it on there and you're like, oh, wow, that's blown up. So I yeah. It's just really, really, really hard and, and probably impossible to gauge what your audience wants, I think, to be honest. Because a lot of bands think they know their, 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 their audience. And I heard Corey Taylor talking about this. He was just saying that I make a song that I think that that they won't like or what they might like, and they just can gets completely the different result it's just really funny and you've just got to you just got to put out songs for your own enjoyment really i think that's the most important part just enjoy it and people will see that i don't know so yeah certainly um yeah and then it, it kind of ties back to how it works today is that bands just need to constantly be putting out songs yes. on all the services like for example, uh, this is a shameless plug. Uh, we're not sponsored or anything, but we use a, a service called DistroKid, and yeah, uh, I'm sure you've heard of them. And of it it puts it on every. He watches Spectre Studio. Every oh yeah, <laughs> Glenn's like anyway, but uh, it puts it on every single service out there except for SoundCloud. But our DAW system is linked to SoundCloud, so bam, we got that. Yeah. But bam, kabam, bam, bam. <laughs> but um yeah so that's great yeah okay so, you so yeah with... use this sorry who are you playing with barney uh the moment i don't i don't play with we just had a little little hiccup there and uh it's recorded for five minutes and we've lost that forever now into the it's ether okay. all, all we went over was bar, bar talking about what barney was doing in a band yeah yeah his, his <laughs> that, and then the yep. vocal texturing about how and then that... vo- we're on vocal texturing but when we I'll, I'll go over quickly basically yeah. there was a death uh progressive deathcore band that i went for my singing wasn't very good well my singing was good but my my uh screaming didn't wasn't as loud as my singing at that point and i hadn't learned properly how to texture my voice like machine head does or whatever i now can sing machine head pretty well and um yeah so it's about singing and also then i went on to a um onto a i don't know what the hell kind of band that was that was just a metal band regular metal band we sung some disturbed we sung uh actually did do some machine head i know some machine Head a lot i do like machine head uh, we sung some machine head and they they demoed one of their songs for me which i thought was absolutely great um and uh yeah so we're now on to voice text texturing and uh yeah, how to get that out there? About, and and it, about and, how it's a finesse, about how it's almost the same. I told I told Clay. Yeah. When screaming, you push, you push the. It's almost a whisper. It's the same. Um, yeah. When you yeah. when you pinch, it's kind of a whispery type, but you let it go even further down, and then uh, you yeah. you practice by acting like you got hit in the gut, going Bleh! just like. Uh, <laughs> it's yep. just like uh, Melissa Cross teaches that. I'm pretty sure. Yes. But it's, uh, yes. Bleh! But some of the guys on there, they have their screams are just even still just more just better than mine. I think sometimes you just 
just predispositioned to yeah. have a really loud scream. My scream isn't the loudest in the world, and that's probably why I won't be the main screamer in any bands. But um, I don't know what I don't know what Clay's like, and I won't I won't put him on the spot here because it can be quite um, quite scary to just go out and do a scream for fucking nothing. Um, okay, I'll. You can do it. I don't know if you're going to do grindcore, but um, <laughs> unless you do grindcore, that was kind of grindy, wasn't it? We're, we're trying to we're trying to breathe going. <laughs> <laughs> now we're just three, four guys on a podcast we're screaming. Just being <laughs> the, the other thing with that is, unless for me, it's just once again, it's just like a whisper. You don't yeah. have to, if you want to get the texture correct, you don't have to push your heart out and blow your, you know, blow it out. You no, can, no. you can act like it. You, you want to use good uh, diaphragm work and, and tight muscles mm-hmm. in your stomach for yeah. good uh, support, but you don't have to open scream everything. It's There's a texturing technique right. that is equivalent almost to a whisper that's that much of a finesse. And if you capture that, the mic will do all the rest. So yeah. that's, what, that's what's different well, about practicing without uh, amplification. And then once you have the band behind you and you feel that sound and you're getting the resonance, if it, if to me, I feel like I kind of need that to feel like it helps me get in the groove and then I open up and it, it becomes more powerful. I guess me. that that's what I was doing back in um in the in the deathcore band. Um, I was I was screaming, but it it sounded good. It sounds good. And actually, no, I kind of had an off day and I did have a bit of a cold that week, so it wasn't very good. But um, it was just really quiet, and it wouldn't have been a problem in the studio. But when I was out on on stage, it would have it would have been. Yeah, problem probably because i couldn't get to that sort of level unless i had the sound guy going boop, quickly with the fader and putting me up a bit you can do that you can, i'm sure a lot of bands do do that because you know um you know parkway drive yeah yeah he messed his voice up some years back um really uh, badly so his the, screams now are a bit eh. um the uh, same goes for uh asking alexandria danny warsnob Although yeah. he, although he came back better than ever for some reason, who huh. knows? And then um, that that that's a British band. And then another British band uh, called Bring Me the Horizon. Uh, a year or so ago, Oliver uh, shattered his vocal or teared his vocal cord. Yeah, and, um, he was probably because he didn't have the Melissa Cross DVD. Pro- probably all. now get your <laughs> CD for twelve ninety nine. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> well, I'm not a sponsor, so we're not sponsored. Not sponsored. Don't worry. Anyway, but um. So pretty I can't sure, say that. Pretty sure Corey Taylor, uh, my buddy, told me the other day. I think he had has had like three vocal surgeries or something like that. Because really, because I mean no. that dude's insane. He just he just like lets it all out there. I don't know about that. I know he's changed his scream, but I've never heard of any. Um, I have to look that in into that. Um, let's have let's let's pull that up and see. Um, Corey Taylor, Corey. This is this was just coming from uh that my buddy it's like his that's probably his favorite band is slipknot i mean he i think he only uh no uh brayton he uh, only he he, like i think he only dislikes maybe three songs that they've ever put out he's listened to almost everything so uh he's had knee surgery um um how many octaves can he hit how many octaves can you hit clay four (laughs) 
four. four. We both have four octave range from the lowest that we have. I'm a I'm a bass baritone, and he is a a, a mid to high tenor. But and when okay. we uh, we've done this test before, you we just hit yeah. the lowest note that we can, and it ends in a falsetto. You just okay. We're able to hit four easily. I can't hit five, and he can't hit five. Yeah. Both Corey hit. is six, Dang. Um, which is pretty pretty good, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I I can go as low as him, so I can go I can go to C one, um, and he goes up to C sharp seven. I don't do that. I go up to about four. I think I'm four point five. Um, yeah, which is that's really okay. Good. That's really yeah, good. well, I'm not a bad singer. <laughs> you got to be good at something. Um, yeah, so I, I haven't I haven't seen anything about his surgeries, but he did change his voice definitely. He started out on um, on the uh, uh, the number three or whatever it was called album um, was a lot more guttural, and then he went a lot more head, and then he went back to guttural again. And now I quite like the stuff that he's put out, but um. Did you say when we were recording? Did you say about Louis Armstrong? Because Louis Armstrong, he does, yeah, stuff like that, doesn't he? Like all the time. So it's like yeah. that's the kind of stuff. You got it. There's a, uh, it's there's a. Uh, as long as you can do that, <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Isn't it? uh, it's that. Right and if there. you if you can do that, uh, if if you can, that's that basically doing that is. The, the last thing that I have learned um, in um, the most recent thing I've learned in uh, in screaming and it it doesn't hurt me so I can actually do that like for so, days so, so if you so, so the test on that part would be like we both were able to, we were both able to touch those textures and we're like okay yeah. we both hit hit it now yeah the, it is say the words in a tonal quality and use it yes. without making yourself cough or hurt yourself yes. Now, I think now, yeah, I can't do that at his on in his low. That's why I think he's so amazing because okay. he has such control mm. in a low mm. register. It's easier to do that when you get in your compress. You get higher in the range and everything comes a little bit more compressed and there's less space between the notes. So do you, do you want to know how I learned how to do it though? This yeah, is tough. this is a quick tip. Yeah, um, what I did was I was I was doing Parkway Drive right. You know you know the um uh, I was doing Wishing Wells. You know, I spoke about it and asked it. And it's kind of like, um, this is sort of the same, similar sort of thing. It's, it's very similar. I spoke about it and asked if God would come and play. Like that, you know? And and then when you bring that up, it's like, it's it's um, it's, it's quite similar. And uh, that is where I kind of learned how low my voice could go as well, because that's quite low. Um it doesn't feel good though, unfortunately. So you probably couldn't do the whole, whole song, but um, yeah. And then I, and then, and then when you when you learn how to do the um, the I don't know what you want to call it, that kind of scream thing, you learn that everybody does it, you know. And I just do it accidentally, just like that. Um, when you learn how to do it, it's just really easy, and everybody does it. So like listen to any disturbed Yamana Yamana album. Right. Um, he, he's going Yamana Yamana all the time with, with, with that voice on the entire time. And, um, and also like machine head and definitely Lemmy <laughs> and they're, they're all doing this, you know? <laughs> and yeah. it, it just, it, it's kind of weird. It comes from, it comes from 
I, I think you would call it fry. I don't know though, because uh, it comes, it comes, feels like it comes from the the top of the back of your neck, uh, of your your mouth, um, just at the back. And it can sound. I mean, you can get a quite a good range in there. But also, you've got, as everybody should know, you've got false chord, which is the one that um, Melissa Cross will teach you. Um, and uh, yeah, so that that is that is definitely with a little bit deeper down in your throat using your vocal cords but of course using the different part and they just got to rub together i mean if you do watch that i just feel like that i should get paid by her for <laughs> yeah. this episode right now because i'm just saying everything but um oh yeah you guys know about her because of um the same reason i know about her because of glenn fricker because he he um he said that didn't he in, in, on, on a video to about um if you want to learn how to, to scream you should uh, get that DVD. I actually knew about Melissa Cross uh, uh, back when I was introduced to the Faceless and I was listening to everything on Sumerian Records and what Michael yeah. Keane was doing in the face. I love I, I, that's what I was when I was listening to what to learn how to do that stuff. I was introduced to uh, Whitechapel, Emir, Meshuga, mm. and. Uh, and the other one I just that's my gym music that is i love all all that stuff right now i'm listening to contortionist but okay i I was i was uh i had already known and when the guys got together i said all right fellas and then in uh in college i did uh, choir so okay yeah doing, doing piano class and singing with the piano and doing your scales and doing all that good stuff warming up they were like what i was like yeah watch me we're gonna do this arpeggio yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Music, come on, let's do it. You know, <laughs> so uh, I've actually got a really good app on my phone as well. Another plug, another another non-sponsor. Um, it's called Seven Minute Vocal Warm Up, and it's free and it's great, and it ooh. and it just just takes you. I'll, I'll I'll play a little bit right now actually. I think I still own that. Like if it's got more complicated ones, and you can just it's got breathing. You start off with breathing, and then you start off, and then you get get um warm up, and this is my favorite one. It goes like this. And that that's you know you can you start off an easy, and then you can go into that, and that that's on the free app. That's that's the yeah like a little half step, you know, and that's that. And when you, I don't know if you. You, I think there's two ways to do this. You can either sing an easy song. You can sing an easy song, kind of easy, that's got just you know a few different note changes and quite a melody, and then your voice will warm up. Or you can just do these. I think that either way is it, it works. But um, this can be obviously quicker. We're gonna check that out. Yeah, I mean check that out. Yeah, and uh, it should, and definitely the breathing, breathing with screaming, especially screaming, is is so important. And you want to keep some, you want to you want to have your, actually, I I'm, I speak like it the entire time now. You you speak from your chest and you uh, your 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 gut, and you've always got a bit of air in there. You're ne- you're never doing this. You're never like out of air. <gasps> you know you know, you, you want to have about. <sighs> that much air to breathe yeah the, i no? think melissa cross the refers time. to that as the dump yeah i think so yeah probably yeah and then that's yeah, just that's how you get hard. a really good, good quality voice um yeah so um we haven't really spoken to mitchy much um really yeah let's Hello. try counting to one let's try counting to four again Mitch. Four. okay let's, okay. No. what 
<laughs> what about eight? A lot of balls are eight. Can you do that? One, two, three, four, five, nope. six, eight. Oh, nope. you're so close. Man. I always miss. I always oh, miss. no. <laughs> I <get to> work <laughs> and does the basses follow you or something or, as well? And we can talk about how, how hard Mitchum likes to hit the drums. Oh, God, that's going to be hard to track. Okay, how are you going to track that? <laughs> Literally, dude, you gotta you gotta be nice. Um, yeah, I don't know. Watch Glenn Glenn Frick's video on that. If, if you want, I have no idea. I know how to use Ableton for making music and for um, editing videos and 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 um, podcasts. That's it. Um, do you use Ableton or do you, what do you use? So we use. Yeah, we, we use Ableton for where we're just learning Ableton for our just our sample playing and our light show. Okay. And then the I, yeah, the lights. Uh, and then uh, then the Studio One Personas, Studio One Two is what okay. the version I use that I'm very fluent with. Right. And I love Studio <laughs> One because it's colorful and it's very connected to the internet and it's uh, yeah, it's user friendly. I'd say. Okay. To some of the others. Ableton is a little bit difficult to learn, but I think it 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 doesn't come intuitively either. You have to kind of really figure it out, but um, you should get good with it. I mean, and also another question, what kind of um, what video camera do you use for your video? Because I'm really um, interested in how that's going to come out. What, do you, what have you got? We had, I use a Lumex GH4. Okay. I think it's a G, it's either HG4 or something like that, but it's it's a Lumag. It's a nice, it's a pretty nice camera. It's 4K. Uh, nice. And then we just have some basic lighting with just uh, one frame. We just we make it real simple, and that was about half of it. And that's what our uh, that's what our with from our end that's what we got. But this other half of the music video, we hired a director with some uh, uh, real real pro equipment and came in and helped us with some lights and. How much did that cost? Um, actually, actually, I, he, he owed me a favor, uh, because oh, okay. I, I also do uh, sound scoring, uh, film work. Okay. Um, so I did, I did a whole 10 minute short film with Foley and editing and all that other great, all that stuff. I generated all the sounds for Foley and, uh, atmosphere and music. I wrote the score. And anyway, I did that. I took a, that, that was a basically a year of my life unpaid. And I said, "Hey, can you wow. uh, you want to help me out with one night of recording?" And we had some fun that night. And it's he's he's also going to help us color grade it at the end. He, um, you know, there's a lot in that post editing stuff. It was also freezing outside when we shot it. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably 15, 20 degrees outside until we got the right. yikes. Fahrenheit, Fahrenheit. So in Celsius, it'd be like less um, than zero. Like yeah. negative. Um, <laughs> yeah, negative something. Yeah. Like negative thirty or something. <laughs> and I, I, of course, was one of the only ones not wearing a jacket. Oh, that's yeah. um, that's fun. <laughs> so you guys figured out the um, the the drum tracking. Then you got all that sorted. You know how to get yep. good sounds and stuff. Yep. That's brilliant. Yeah, I mean, I cannot wait to listen to this album. I think it's going to be great. It's going to be so four or four or five songs. What was it? So the first one that we put out uh, on the 6th of this month, March, 
was four yep. songs. And then the one we're putting out in May is going to be three or four songs as well. Okay. That's really cool. And what's the, what's the album called? Uh, it's not all the way done. So okay. we're going to, we're going to name it as soon as it, as soon as it's done. But probably called EP2. Probably EP2, <laughs> but uh, I'm going to try to. EP2. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna try to be a little more creative on the name, but um, uh, okay, you can find it on anywhere you can find music online. Absolutely. Brilliant. But I asked you if you can find it on Title, and you said no. Title, uh, it, it probably got sent to Title. I can find out. Let's let's have a look. Let's have a quick look. I got Title right here on my phone. This is what I All use. Right. I use Title because of its absolute amazing sound quality it uses flak files for some artists so it's pretty amazing um so you just type in last line and then a space and then ep oh. and then a space and then one ep one ep and then a space yeah you're on here that, you are awesome. sure as hell on here yep <laughs> it's, it's a it's and by the way cool. these guys pay um about four times as much as the other ones do so yeah, I love that that album, and we've got four four songs on there. Yeah, yeah, and Barney, you can be expecting by July. We're hoping to have our first debut show for our live stuff. We're gonna get that filmed, and we'll have that linked up to stuff online, like our Facebook. Yeah, and our Facebook, y'all. Brilliant. So that way, you get an idea of what we actually look like and how we perform yeah. and what we're all about. Yeah. Well, I'm really excited to watch your journey, and um, I wish you great luck on it. I think you're going to be something great, and I really want to see people that I know become famous, and then I can ride on your fame. And <laughs> hey, also, yeah. Also, yes. um, what size shirt do you wear? Oh wow, uh, I wear a medium. It's medium. So- uh, if you give me your uh, your uh, personal info later, I'll send you a shirt. That's brilliant, mate. Okay, thanks a lot, dude. And Barney, also, if uh, we can maybe talk later after after this is over with, but if you're ever interested in collaborating on any kind of musical... Yeah, know, yeah, I'll, I'll feature in something. Like, <laughs> you haven't had me sing yet. It might be shit. Yeah, that, basically, <laughs> I wanted to... Bleep that out. Yeah, I wanted to hear you sing, so... Uh, I've got some, I've got some stuff I can send you over. Um, and yeah, I could put it on, I couldn't put it anywhere cause it's covers. So I don't know, but, um, sure. yeah, that's why it's not anywhere. So sorry, listeners, you'd have to wait until I do my fe- feature <laughs> cause I, cause legally I can't do a cover. Um, unfortunately I did upload it to SoundCloud, but they were like, ain't hey, no, that breaches, um, something. And I was like, oh shit. Okay. Another bleep out. Another bleep. Two, two bleeps on you. Two bleeps. Great. Demonetize. <laughs> Dem- <laughs> no, you don't get demonetized if you bleach because I monetize myself. But um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, guys. Yeah, this has been really good. Do you want to add anything? Do you want to? Um, please, for anybody listening, go go on Facebook, go on YouTube, go anywhere to check us oh, out. Oh, yes. Yeah, smash the like button. If uh, on Facebook and, and Instagram, it's at last line music. Um, and if you type in last line EP one, you can find us on every single conceivably possible platform out there online. All right, boys. That's brilliant. Oh, yeah. thanks by DistroKid, of course. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I did. Thank or I'll probably get a sponsorship because everybody has one. So, <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> yeah. Even quicker. But yeah. Yeah. 
even Glenn Frecker, he has a district yet. Sponsorship. <laughs> I enjoyed the conversation. I really appreciate your time, Barney. It was great, guys. Yeah, thank you. Um, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, it's been really good. Yeah. So um, I think we'll just wrap that up right there. Um, I don't think there's anything I want to add, but yeah, just go and check them out, like they said on their Instagram and Facebook, and also check me out on on uh, Facebook and listen to their music and have a good day, guys. Say bye, See you later. Bye-bye. Bye.